This Sam Mays podcast is brought to you by Broyles Real Estate Group. Welcome, I'm Sam Mates, and today we're here live at Brent's Cajun Seafood and uh, with some good friends. Mr. Wes Sims, how are you, sir? Amazing. Thanks good. for having me. Happy As, to be look, here. You're a staple of the show, my friend. You gotta have oh, it. Oh, love it. And uh, Mr. J.D. Runnels, former Oklahoma great. Uh, my meal started tonight with Brent from Brent's Cajun coming up to him with his phone. He says, have you seen this hit by J.D.? Yeah, he and killed I said, a guy. I haven't, I haven't seen, yeah, he said he killed a man. Legally. I was like, I haven't, I haven't seen this hit. He shows me a video of J.D. in high school. Who was the opponent? Quentin Chaney, who ended up signing for, with OU. Okay, who was the, what team? Uh, Booker T. Booker T. Yep. How much money did he owe you? Well, uh, I didn't know Q at this time. All I knew was that Robert Meacham and Quentin Chaney had Oklahoma and Kansas scholarship offers, and that's what I wanted. Yeah. So I played football like the water boy and Adam Sandler, and they had to feel that. And it's literally it the, you're the human, yes. That's what it is. I'm watching yes. the video, and the guy comes across the middle, and the next <laughs> thing you see is JD come in like a <laughs> torpedo, and then there's a homicide, right? Then there's a homicide that happens. Shout out to Brent throwing some T-shirts yes, at us. I love yeah. it. Thank you, sir. I love it. My oh, daughter's my daughter's name is Violet, so you know it's, uh, it's our it's, oysters it's meant to be. make you moister. Hey, That's hello. Oh yeah, America. The slogan's hey. amazing. Yeah, our I won't put this on moister. my daughter. But, I'm not you know. taking it off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will put it on her, but you know, maybe a blanket. I'm gonna wear that yeah. in the door. She's, she's spitting up a lot, so you know, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm fucking with you. So I, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you. I'm aware. So I've uh, I've seen some big hits. I've delivered some big hits. I just don't know that I've. It it was the mo- one of the most violent things that I've really ever seen, and it was you know filmed obviously in like '99 or 2000, <laughs> so the the video's not HD, but it's like you just. You know, Did you hate that man? You just well, witnessed mean, a fatality. It was a fatality. Yeah. You and knew then, wait, that. Wait, wait. The best part is he knocked out <laughs> the, the, the opposing, he ball, out the opposing carrier. ball carrier <laughs> and, and his own teammates. Yeah. My bad, what is this? I don't know yeah. if you hit him or if it was the shockwave, but yeah. he was wounded. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Shout out to my boy Brandon Smith. I apologize. <laughs> he, we go back to my Steve Charger days, 1994. Uh, actually, he got there in fifth grade. But, uh, you know, Sam, again, one, it was a different time for football. Um, two, I mentioned the, the scholarship offers. Uh, we, we're going to have to pop that up somehow digitally. Oh, maybe, yeah, so that pop everybody it in there. Yeah, um, right. Yes, we could do yes, that. Yes. Yeah, We're cool. going to have to pop yeah. that up. Um, I, for, to, to, to echo your point, um, a, a week after that, um, I committed to Texas A&M. I'm going to go back and forth, but a week after that, excuse me, two weeks after that hit, the next week I had a more violent hit. I don't have film of it, but I'll find it. It's on Cox State Championship game. So, oh, uh, it's out there. It's out there somewhere. Somebody Bob can Cortese, find it. I'll tell you that story actually after this. Good uh, Lord. So, he didn't make it OU, I'm guessing. <laughs> let's go. Uh, to, let's just go ahead and start. So after that week, I hit another kid, and I, I, I kind of told you guys about it, and they, they saw him. We hit helmet to helmet. It's a bad sound on film. They immediately show the kid, and he starts walking to our sideline, you know, holding his neck like this, you know. Almost felt bad for him. But, you know, the, the week after that, to echo your point, I, I, I committed to Texas A&M. What you guys saw 
was what OU, OSU, and Kansas State saw. Right. It's what Bob Stoops, Les Miles, and Bill Snyder saw. Uh, Sam, you and I talked off air. I wasn't really getting recruited. Right. That's yeah, wild. I, I was pissed. Uh, I, Texas A&M, I ran a blazing fast 40. Um, I didn't run as fast at OU. And they right. Didn't, they didn't offer me. So it, it was, it, you know, I was pissed. I was pissed. And I was playing like I was pissed. Right. And, and finally, uh, like I said, I saw that. And on, on the same day, you know, I had I heard from OU a little bit. I got a handwritten note from Mangino. Saw him the other day. Ah. Got a handwritten note from him. Got a handwritten note from Ship. I never got a letter from OSU, Sam. That's crazy. I never got a letter from Tulsa either. I don't understand how that's a what? thing. Less never love got a players like you. I never like, did. less wanted pirates. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me yeah. how you weren't offered by Oklahoma State at the time. So, he, he uh, a week after I, I committed to Texas A&M, they were my only offer. Shout out to J.B. Grimes. You may remember him, oh, the yeah. offensive line coach. Yep. He, I remember J.B. Grimes. remember J.B.? Yeah. He, dude, he came to my school every day. He, J.D., you're going to be the next Jamar Toons. You're going to be this. He wanted me to play defensive line. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? So, the offensive line coach was recruiting me to play defensive line that's at funny. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. But uh, to finish, they, they on the same day, OU offered me, Bob Stoops offered me, Les, Les Miles offered me, and Bill Snyder was saying, if you don't commit to one of them, we'll offer you. Right. So that hit one hit that you guys saw changed my life. It, it I played D-end before that, and uh, week seven or eight, we had a uh, – This we is lost the greatest a, story ever, by the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we lost to Guthrie. Okay. And my, my coach said we were facing a bunch of wishbone triple option. Uh, rest in peace, uh, D- Douglas's quarterback, David Brown, was an amazing athlete. They were undefeated. Um, we had to just go. And, and he, you know, we had a D-end. I, I sprained my ankle week three. Our quarterback's trying to get an extra yard. So he, I'm blocking for him. He sprains my ankle. I come back from it. We had a DN that plays well. We, on that same time frame, we have a safety that's not playing well. So they move him to DN, move me to safety. Well, it was basically a seven-yard deep linebacker. We had these two twins. One of them I accidentally knocked out. Uh, <laughs> we had these two twins at corner that would man up. We had a, a free, uh, strong safety that would play the tight end or whoever's number three. And I would play just deep middle. And I, I, I didn't even want to play it. I wanted to quit when I first <laughs> When he first moved me, I was a, I'm a line, I was a lineman, bro. Right. I wanted to fight. I was like, I'm gonna get sauce back here. They're gonna be throwing it up. People gonna be Odelling over me. I'm gonna go right. viral the wrong way. Right. Like all these things. I'm, I'm thinking See, all I, this I negative shit. I just would have been thinking I get a headhunt, people. Yes, I'm gonna miss sometimes, but I get a run and start now. So, well, the one of the first weeks we played Northeast, and Northeast wasn't terrible, and they run a triple option. And in the backfield, I damn near play dive to quarterback and take oh, the pitch yeah. six yards deep. And I'm like, you know, I could probably do this. Oh, you yes. know, I could probably do this. So and, you played uh, safety for how many weeks? Six weeks. And you were all state. I made all state at it. That's... And in, in those six weeks, we – When you know, you know. In those six weeks, we beat um, we beat Altus in the state championship. Okay. You saw that hit against Booker T. We beat Douglas, who was undefeated that year. Um, also and, and, killed a guy. You know, the, yeah. the, that Douglas game, man uh, – Douglas was very good. City ball was good, Sam. Yeah. And not long ago. I grew up on the east side. My dad was a, a freaking federal officer at the damn Oklahoma City Housing Authority next door to Douglas High School. Right. My mother was a supervisor, gave out Section 8 housing for 20 damn years at the Oklahoma City Housing Authority. They worked together. Wow. I was a Douglas kid. My dad was a Douglas Trojan, the Langston Lion. I grew up with the T-Birds, Ben Steele on the east side, four, four years old, five years old, playing with Rashawn, uh, Donovan, and yeah, Dewan Woods. Yep. They were on my freaking team. We were a quarterback, running back, wide receiver. Holy crap. And Rashawn's team was the real team. They were two or three years older than us. Grew up there, um, 
right when kindergarten started, we moved out to Midwest City. And, and I mean, that Douglas game my senior year, man, I, I, that was the game before Booker T. And I, I think it showed me what I meant to my team. Yeah. And, and I, when I sh- – I don't want to say I shut David down. When our defense shut him down, there was another play. Um, I didn't get Odell, and I, I, our strong safety misses a tailback out of the backfield, and I freaking go around and swat the ball down, and, you know, we win the game off that. Um, stop the triple option on that, get the big hit against Booker T, win the state champ. Uh, you know, I, I, I hit it <laughs> in, the out, in the state game. Not only did I get the hit where the kid's neck is hurt, how demoralizing is this, Sam? They run triple option into their sideline. Right. And they are, there's a picture of me on the front page of the paper knocking this kid six yards into their sideline and just looking up at – I mean, the, the whole crowd on their side is just freaking oh, quiet. Yeah, like, I'm sure, yeah. What do we do here? Right. <laughs> what was the caption? Right. Like, ouch. Well, and you guys know football. The Maybe problem, we weren't ready. The what? problem is you can't block a safety in high school. Right. You cannot block – You can't. No crack. one's getting up there and doing that. Right. You can't crack. You can't. Uh, right. and you don't have, most most teams don't have an offensive lineman that gets it quite yet. Um, let me think. So my I, I also well, a lot like you wasn't recruited. So just Wes was the number one recruit in the country out of Weatherford, his senior high school. So Wes has Bobby Bowden flying into Weatherford. He different. <laughs> he, he different. Okay. So I also was not highly I recruited. Earlier. Yeah, right. It's a little different. I uh, wasn't highly recruited until my senior year. So we go to Maslin, Ohio, which is. Um, kind of like your, I mean, I, I guess I would, I don't want to compare it to Jinx and Union. I, I feel you. like that's disrespectful. What, what part? South Lake, South Lake, big, okay. big physical, you know, they made movies about Maslin high school football. Like it's a thing. You're a boy born in Maslin. You're getting a football gotcha. given to you. How many people graduate photograph. one class there? At Maslin? Oh, probably 1,500, even at that time, or 1,000 somewhere in then. And they're the biggest yeah. class? Yeah, biggest okay, class. Gotcha. We all played Division One football. Gotcha. So the kid I was playing against, his name was Ellery Moore, and he was Mr. Ohio that year. Defensive tackle, defensive end, absolute badass. So you're just on the bus there. You know, my father told me, you want to go play college football? Well, this is what you got to do. You got to beat. You have to beat this kid's ass tonight. This is your chance to get on the map because he had a ton of people there to watch him play. He ended up going to Kentucky. Um, which was we all thought was strange, but he was the number one defensive player in the state of Ohio, and we beat his ass for four Kentucky quarters. I think I pancaked offered him a like lot six of things that year. Did they? Yeah, that's funny. Did they <laughs> the, really? The SEC working early, huh? What? I don't know what it was about Kentucky, but they offered me, they offered Jamal a lot of shit. A lot of shit like houses? I don't know what all they offered him, but they offered me some money and basically told me, because I was like, I kind of want to go in the medical field because that's what my parents were doing at the time. And they were like, yeah, you can get in the doctor program, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wait, what? Like, that didn't sound right. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, so we ended up, I think I, pan- I pancaked up six or seven times in that game. And uh, I was invited back to the Maslin All Opponents Dinners. I don't know if you guys had those in Oklahoma. So this is a meal that each high school would hold. No, we didn't eat with other folks around here. Yeah, right. <laughs> each high school would hold one, and they would invite the best player from uh, the opposing team. And I ended up being one of the first offensive linemen in the history of the school to be invited for that game. So it was just that, that one moment, though. Yep. That next day, it was like this. It was like a Harry Potter episode where letters just – yep were popping out of my mailbox. It was insanity how fast I went from relatively unknown to 30, 35 offers or something like that. It was insanity. Yeah. Yep. No. Uh, to fin- to fi- finish, uh, back to the hit, uh, my high school coach, Tex, one, I had Gary Rose, uh, won 10 state championships, high school hall of fame, amazing. 
my position coach for DN was Tex Rollins. Tex Rollins, at a, you just got to ask people from Carl Albert about Tex Rollins. I could go, we could have a whole show about him. Legend, Army medic, discipline push-ups, oh, wow. that whole deal. Uh, first black coach in the Oklahoma High School Coaches Hall of Fame, I believe. Holy crap. Um, first black player to play at, at, at one of the first, either at East Central and Ada, I believe. Okay. Um, I, to, I, I think he was one of the first. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, great, great man. Tough as nails. I, I say all that because it, it, one of his favorite stories is we're walking out of the Booker T game. We played him at Jinx. Okay. Um, how about this? Gabe Lynn and Jinx were sitting up in, in the crowd and got to see that hit, first of all. So, uh, yeah, you know, everybody you know, everybody talks about, you know, what, do you, what, what would you guys do about Big Six Air? What would you, how would you – why don't you ask Jinx what they thought about that hit that day? Right. <laughs> right. Can we get some? Right. Uh, well, anyway, we're walking out, and I swear to you, somebody from Booker T stayed after the game. Our locker room's underneath their stadium, their, their side of the stadium. He stays after the game by the press box, waiting on us to walk under. I wore number 85. He yells at me and my coach, 85, 85. What? I'm calling the cops on you. (laughs) (laughs) For what? Assault and battery. (laughs) Dead serious. He's serious. <laughs> he was serious. I'd have been like, yeah. Yes. That <laughs> is, that is the, cop. the cops. I, I got kind of nervous. I was like, did I really? Am I going to get in trouble? For that? That's, what's up. <laughs> that's what's up. Tell your mom I'll be here for 23 more minutes. That's yeah. what you should have told. So, yeah, that's how uh, this podcast started. We yeah, uh, we were showing a video of J.D. murdering a, a small high school boy. He killed a guy. It's fantastic. He's 6'6". 1999? Yeah. It was uh, 2001. Yeah. Once again, he knocked out his own player along with the offensive player. It was, yeah. Everybody it was, was unbelievable. Playing. Fun times. Well, this is the Sam Race Podcast, and we're here to kind of just catch up a little bit and, and talk a little sports. Obviously, a lot's gone down this season, and, and J.D., I'm sure you've got a lot Ooh. to say. Uh, Lincoln out, Venables in, Schmitty back, go. Wow, let's go in order. Uh, BV, probably the best hire you could have. Uh, you better not go to that damn SEC without no damn defense. Right. You better Gotta not. Have it. You better not. And more than that, Wes, we had we can cuss on here, right? Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. Everybody. yeah. We had people that shook our shit at the door. Oh whether, yeah. Whether it was you know where I'm going. Whether it was the first day of pads or the first day of summer conditioning, people shook our shit at the door. Are you a dog? Are you gonna fight? Yeah. Are you gonna bark? Okay, when you're not good. Yep. Are Are you good? Uh, okay, you're good. I mean, it, it, there was like a code to get in our door, but that code represented your ass wanted to fight. Yeah. You, you wanted to study. You wanted to be hard, hardcore. I didn't see that. So, one, having BV, I think, won the player evaluation, Sam. Sam, you blocked our linebackers. Yeah. It was hard to block our linebackers. Yes. It and was they, different. And they welcome contact, yes. They, 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 they were just pride tough, hard-nosed, yes. On finding the ways to get by y'all mm-hmm. and playing a yard or two deep. Yeah. They did that. They do that under BV. Look at his linebackers. Look, yep. I mean, you know, Across the board. And they don't even have to be high draft picks. And that's where I think they nailed the hire because BV's such a great talent evaluator. Some of those guys will just play out of their mind. Truth. 100%. Do I, do I think that that's good enough for the SEC? I don't know. Right. Fans, we should probably calm the hell down because the these two teams that are playing on uh, Monday. Those I, are, that's a different animal. Yeah. Different. That, the semifinal Monsters. games. What the fuck? Are you kidding me? 
Alabama? Are you kidding me, Georgia? Like, that's a different animal. You are 100% right with what you're saying and the mindset of these football teams. The Big 12, thank God, is finally playing a brand of football that the three of us can be proud of, right? The league is coming back full circle. There's no doubt about it. It will help Oklahoma prepare themselves for what's next, but they have got to level up now, immediately. immediately. And I love what you just said about Brent Venables. They don't have to be high draft pick players for him to get the very most out of them. But what they are is technically sound. They understand the defense, and they play four quarters, and they are hard as all get outs. Yep. Clemson's defensive lines have been great. There's no question. But those linebackers, I mean, they've had some dudes go pro, but the reality, I mean, they're just a bunch of good football players, right? Yep. Right. And so, yeah, he is, he is a necessary, he was a necessary addition. And whether it was with Lincoln Riley or, with, or without him like this, they needed someone like this because Lincoln was not the guy to take this team into this next this no next tier. There's no doubt. Wes and I got to go down to Tuscaloosa. So my next point, you know, um, that was Alabama on probation. But I don't know about you, Wes. Bama and LSU were probably the two biggest D-line fronts that we played. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Texas. Uh, some monsters Some up monsters there. Texas down there had on probation. some big guys at that point. But, yeah. Uh, we didn't get as much movement against those guys. It's nothing against them. Yeah. But here's the deal. Our roster – didn't have anybody over 292 pounds last year. Right. Right. And everybody's insanity. Everybody was That's like, J- everybody was like, JD, it, it's, it's no big deal that Kentucky has a 379 pound guy. Right. It's no big deal that Georgia has a 340 pound. It's no big deal that Bama has three guys over 320. Right. Right. That's not a big deal because we got our speed, whatever. Okay, fine. Well, then tell me why, if we're so happy about Brent Venables, which I am, why is the first guy he signed 320? Right. Because you need that guy. 100%. You guys are linemen. Gotta have 100%. Mate. You guys are linemen. Yes. When you get to the fucking goal line, you have to put – that's the first guy that's – show me some skinny D tackles and I'm licking my chops. <laughs> I love Oh, it. yeah. And it's like you, you just know – You have a sub-300 pound defensive tackle. That's a pancake. Oh, but Wes, yes. he can get by that you. That is a fucking he, pancake. He can get by you quick with that. No, yeah. he no, can't. No. We You're used to play one-foot splits. Yes. Like we, we People don't – I can't believe it's been 20 years since we all played. But the Big 12 that we played in literally had eight of the top ten biggest offensive lines in the country. Tech averaged like 320 across the board that year. Our smallest lineman played with him in high school, Chris Aiken, and Chris was 305 right midway through the season. I easily was 330 when I played. Bowie was 315, 320. Like every one of us was 300 pounds across the board until we got a freshman right tackle, Corey Hilliard, and he showed up at 295 and left at 320. Like we played with monsters. And so when I look at this league right now, and I hate being this old man that's like, man, if I would have played today – we would have beat the ever-loving dog shit out of this league. I am fully confident that the Oklahoma State team that I played on would have won this version of the Big 12 every single year from the time I was a sophomore on. It's ball like, control. what is Power happening? Right. Yes. Look how Physical. what Baylor's D-tackle did. Yes. Look what Baylor's D-tackle Absolutely. did. Absolutely. Nobody could block this dude. So, not only just that, so let's look, BV, you, you talk D-line. I, I think the big thing to keep our eye on is D-end. Yeah, we haven't done well at the end around here. Whether right. it's whatever, How, and those the numbers, right? So they'll tell you that those boys. Uh, God, what's the kid's name? Let's get ready to go. Isaiah Thomas. No, nope. uh, defensive end Nick Benito. Benito. Benito wins like a ridiculous amount of his pass rushes. But I'm like, what does that mean if he doesn't have the numbers to show it for it? Right, the sacks and the and the hits on the quarterback. And like he's got some, but not as many as you would think. If he's winning sixty percent of his pass rushes. I would have loved to have blocked. 
Nicodito yes. in college. Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Like, you can say he's going to go wherever in the draft. I would have licked my fucking chops yeah. if that dude lined up outside of me. Yeah. It it's just it a different is. deal. The game has changed so much. The whole much. D line that we had this year, I would have been like, yes. Nice. Nice. Oh, and please give me, please give me six foot five pair on Winfrey in the middle. Yeah, please give me Bring that dude. Your light ass please in there. stand up so we can just put my face yeah. mask in your. You and are going to do it. And once again, it's no disrespect to these kids. What we're telling you is, what JD's talking about in the line of scrimmage is a very real thing. The Big Twelve Conference was the SEC before the SEC was. There it is. Like this is the kind of football that we grew up playing. And the only kind of football that we understand is showing up. My version of JD was six foot three, two hundred and fifty pound Mike Denard, right? Who would get in his stance and just devastate linebackers. Timmy Burrows out of Oklahoma City. Sean Willis. Sean Willis was the terminator at fullback. Like that's the football that we know is big Powerful physical football. The Big 12 from 2008 to 2000, what, 17 was painful for the three of us to watch. Very, yep. Like it had just completely fallen apart. Very. And then you know, our guy Brent here, Brent is a former Texas player. Like he gets it. He understands it. Like this league used to be great. There's no question. Yeah. Venables gets it. He understands it. He's from it. He's from it then. And then he went to Clemson and did it there. And he's bringing it back to Oklahoma. That's huge. No doubt. Well, and I hate to going sticking on Brent and I was a guy that signing day is different now I may have signed with A&M and you know missed out on OU or I may have uh, committed I committed OU or committed A&M and ended up committing to to OU the transfer portal thank God it works two ways because we've lost a lot I mean anybody who says that you lose two uh, what two linemen a quarterback possibly uh, a bunch running of back, receivers. two tight ends, three right. receivers. Huh? I mean, <laughs> it takes a while to learn offenses and things you like that. You lost the team. You lost the team. Not to mention your OC. Nothing against Lev. We'll get into Lev and everything. And um, it, it, it's going to take a lot. And they're going to have to have an evaluator that, one, knows the dog stuff that we're talking about, the knowledge and things like that, but is able to, if we got one year in the Big 12, be ready for the SEC that following year. And and what scares me is OU – Alabama and Georgia. Let's look at Alabama and Georgia before we do that, okay? I did some research the other day. I don't know if y'all saw it on Twitter, okay? There's 252 players playing in the, on the rosters. There's 126 on each team. Okay? okay. Georgia has 80 players from Georgia on their team out of 126. Right. Okay. Bama has, I believe, it's like 47 players from Alabama on their team. Yeah. Okay? They also have 10. So, Georgia has like 40% of the players. Guys, 75% of the players come from four states. Damn. Georgia, Alabama, Florida, Texas. 75% of the players playing in that. Yeah. Okay? There's a reason for that, you know? And – OU doesn't have a guy from Georgia on their roster right now. Right. Not one. Not one. Damn. Clemson, and I know a lot of people that were, what, 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 I see, bro. What scares me, and I think what people don't realize, is how well Clemson did in Georgia and Florida. Right. Where's Deshaun Jackson and Trevor Lawrence from? Right? Where's ETN and all these skill guys from that you're getting? If you're invading those places, then when you play Alabama, you're equipped. Right? Right. If you don't, and your roster, unfortunately, looks like ours, and you're going down and getting 50 players from Texas that 
aren't playing in the netty. And you're getting 30 players from Oklahoma who Oklahoma only has one person uh, who's on Georgia's bench in the, uh, you know, in the national championship, right? Those, two, those schools ain't looking at Oklahoma, right? We have to build a different way. I like how – I love BV's talent evaluation. I love those things. But he's going to have to do well in the portal. Whew! Yep. He's he going to have to do – he's going to have to be the portal man of the year right. in order for us to get where we want to go. The, the sense of urgency is real. There's no question about it. Oklahoma's got a very short amount of time to bolster the team, get better. The line of scrimmage, the most important place on both the offensive line and defensive line. When you look at the other side of this thing this year, same situation with these guys. I, you got a couple of guys here on test their waters in the NFL. I don't know who would draft them. That's just my opinion. No disrespect. But that's we got not- a lot of guys that leave too early. Yeah, absolutely. Like Bob trained us a lot better than what these guys have been told. Right. I don't know what they're getting told, but I'd say 90% of them don't need to be leaving early. It so. seems they're being told, hey, you have the opportunity to post an NFL draft letter on Twitter, so why don't you do that? Right. Yeah. I've seen more draft letters than there are fucking draft selections. Right. I, you know, I, I mean, there's more yeah. people in the damn transfer portal than there are scholarships. Well, I mean, let's like, be real. You need to stay another year if you're a fucking six-round draft pick. Like, right. come on, like, man. What are you like, doing? if you're not going in the top two, I can understand the third round. After that, your ass needs to go back to school. The, the other thing that's crazy is offensive line play. And I know that I'm a – all I do is want to talk good? about this. No, you're good. But there used to be a degree of perfection – like, I like being an offensive lineman because I couldn't – there was no – it's not okay for me to make a mistake. There isn't, uh, oh, you made a mistake that play, everything's fine. It's you made a mistake that play, and your quarterback's being carted off. So I enjoyed having – feeling good about grading out in the 95 percentile. I enjoyed the fact that I had two penalties in my entire college career. Right, I enjoyed the fact that I gave up two – after my freshman year where Justin Smith beat the hell out of me in a football game. He's a beast. I gave up two sacks from the time I was a sophomore to the time I was a senior. And one of them, I feel like – I'm not going to say it wasn't my fault, but it wasn't my fault. Mm-hmm. Right, there is an air of perfection with it. These dudes now, like, they're out there just willy-nilly, just penalizing the team left and right. Giving up – oh, you gave up 35 fucking sacks this year or 33 sacks this year. Are you kidding me? 33, if you're an offensive lineman that played for a team that gave up 30-plus sacks, you can't play for me. You can't play with me. We clearly have a different understanding of what being an offensive lineman means. You don't get the defense doesn't touch those dudes. Yep. That dude back there behind the center, he's untouchable. He's invisible. He's something that you don't – he's a ghost to you. That's how we all played this game. What do you mean 30-plus sacks in a season? And I'm going to take my talent to the NFL to do what? (laughs) Die? Are you serious? Hey, bro. It's wild. Let them know. Let them know. It's wild. And and people don't – I'm going to come back and ask you a question to this. People don't – I wish people could stand next to a fucking NFL one-on-one pass rush. Right. It's a different deal. Yep. It is a different – they're not going to like listen, what they see. I'm a fairly big dude, yes. okay? That shit is like a rhino fighting a fucking elephant. Yes. It, yes. I mean, it's like a, oh, and y'all, y'all it's pass rush. Right. One of them's dropping back. Right. You Still, know? Unbelievable. Roof. Yeah. And I mean, some of those dudes, the tight is it Jeffrey Simmons at the Titans? Is that his name? The big Mississippi State? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Right. Or like when you get a chance to watch Quentin, Quentin Nelson and uh, play against old boy out there with the Rams. Aaron Donald. Oh, Aaron yeah. Donald. That is like if for, for, a, for somebody who's never been around football to stand in 
the 15-yard perimeter of that and listen to it, mm-hmm. right, and feel the wind coming off their bodies as they're moving. Like, those two dudes are literally, both, to both of them, one of the greatest of all time playing their positions. They are monsters among men. This shit that these boys play in the Big 12 this year, there's a couple of dudes that I respect along the defensive lines, but and this is not. the rest of them are kind of cute. This, yes. So, <laughs> this is not what they're getting ready to see in yeah. the next level. My question to that, speaking of next level, would be the high schools. Okay? Let's think about five linemen, offense and defense, that have come out of Oklahoma high schools. No offense to them. Okay? Y'all tell me y'all saw five. Y'all are linemen. Who have y'all seen that signed somewhere and played? Could be OU, could be OSU, could be Tulsa, could be Arkansas, Texas, Texas A&M. I think that boy that plays center for OU this year is pretty damn good. Rame, okay. I think he's going to be real good. Humphreys was real good, obviously, when he was there. I think that kid that left Oklahoma State and went to Tulsa, I can't think of his name. Bigsby boy, he was pretty good. Uh, uh, not Evers. Uh, uh, the, I know you're talking about uh, yeah. Bray, Bryce Bray. Yeah, Bray, I think that boy's pretty good. Outside of that, I mean. So we're struggling to find a oh, yeah. line. Oh, I'm, I okay. can't give you five. What about D-line? Oh, yeah. I mean, you got the Oliver kid in Stillwater. Uh, Trace Ford is a MFer. There's no doubt about that. The, the, the boy down in Norman, though, uh, defensive tackle, Redmond. He's yeah. the truth now. Came yeah. in as an outside backer, though. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. 240, like 250 pounds. I love that boy. And you only mentioned edge guys. Yeah, I can't think of any defensive tackles. You'd have so, to go like, back a ways. Guys, yeah. think about that, though, guys. Yeah. Think about when y'all fucking and, – and, guys, y'all are offensive linemen. Think about y'all's first day on campus, and we can get to Schmidt. Oh, yeah. Think about y'all's first practice. Kevin fucking Williams. Williams. Jaquay Thomas. Tommy fucking Harris. Yeah. Some of the smaller the guys were hard to block. Yeah. Uh, Jaquay Thomas knocked me out on an edge rush. My Look. first pra- pads in practice. Knocked me unconscious. Yeah. Dan Cody knocked me on my ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. My first pass rush from a two-point stance standing yep. straight That's up exactly like we me. had that first year. And I was yep. so glad we got rid of that shit. Yeah. It was the – I feel like the other thing that has happened to this – and once again, I feel like we're old men griping You're right You're good. Now. We'll change it after this. But – Oklahoma used to break men, I mean the state, the conditions that we trained in, right? Schmitty, Dan Austin, like I think Oklahoma had an indoor facility at the time. We didn't even have an indoor facility. So when I tell you that the state of Oklahoma would break you as a man, right? Same thing, the boys down there in Texas, right? The heat in, in June and July and running, we're on a track. And our run test was we had to run an 800 in under three minutes as a 320-pound offensive lineman and then run 10 40s within five-tenths of our actual 40 time after we did it. Like, we were this, the way that we were trained is illegal today. We had three days. We had two-a-days. Like, you can't train kids that way anymore. So are we expecting too much out of them when the way that they train compared to – it's like a country club in comparison – Right? I mean, it really yeah. kind of is. Well, here's what I would say. Um, and I had, a, I had a great coach. I actually volunteered up at, um, at UCO uh, for a great coach, Nick Bobek. Love Nick Bobek. Great, great guy. He said, uh, you know, football you, football's everywhere. Kids are everywhere. Right. It's how much they fucking care about it. Right. Well, they don't really, yeah. It's how much passion they have. Bama and Georgia still finding D tackles. Right. And, yes, they're monsters. Right. right? But, dude, I go back to – But the conditions. Oh, yeah, that helps. Right? 
And and I feel the high schools down there, I like going out to Weatherford now, where Ethan Downs is from, right? Mm-hmm. The high schools are still around the state. I feel like the city is struggling to do it the way it should be done from doubt. the legalities no of it doubt. all. And Weatherford, you still got a kid being motherfucked. There's no doubt about it. Some kid is being cussed up and down in Weatherford, Absolutely. up and down in Guthrie. And his parents are happy. Yeah. His parents love it. Go out to Kingfisher. They're still do dog it. cussing some kids. Clinton, they're dog cussing some kids. Surprisingly, Deer Creek, they'll get out there and MF out there too. Yes. But there is a. it's just a different – these kids are different because of the way they're allowed to be raised. We were allowed to fight in schools, and we weren't suspended for weeks and weeks and weeks. Why We had schoolyard justice. That doesn't happen anymore. Right, there's more, oh, look at my Fortnite account. This is who I am strutting around the school because I got the most kills of my buddies versus that's JD. Yeah. He'll fuck a motherfucker up. Yeah, like, that you was, that's, yeah. Real hard. You right. know, uh, the, in basketball, like when we were younger, like if I, if I was dribbling and I stopped my dribble and I just fucking elbow the shit out of you, that was a foul on you. Right. Because you reached you were in. in the way. You were in the right. way, right? Right. Now I'm fucking kicked out for a lot of Oh, yeah. You're not playing the league anymore. You can't yeah. play. Like, here, I mean, here's what we got to do we just got to build a giant fucking washing machine, the front loader. And we got to throw all these little shits in there and just let them, let them spin. make them physically contact each other. Right. And you're going to hit some other shit, too. And it's going to be okay when you get out. You're going to be a little yeah. sore, and it's called football. Yeah. yeah real uh, small side note, I'm, I'm pro wrestling today. Yeah. Like, because everything we just talked about, I feel like young kids that wrestle, they don't have to stay. Like, my son, Deacon, is going to be too long to be a wrestler. He just is. It's not going to be his thing. But – at a young age to get them in there and get them used to contact, get them used to physicality. Yep. It's a great yep. way to get started because yep. you just don't get that type of impact in the game of football yep. until you're much older. Yep. So training kids to wrestle, yep. training kids to have that physical contact is, is huge. And I'm here for the girls too. Yep. I throw them in it. Let hey, them do it. That's what's up. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Hey, give them some confidence because they develop quicker. They'll be quicker. And, Absolutely. Um, and play football like Devontae Adams said. I don't want to see no Instagram drills. I'll play football. Right. Run routes. Go play in the yard. Shout out to my four uncles, Damon Turner, Vincent Colbert, David Guy, and Lynn Sexton. I, I, they're not my uncle, but they may be say uncle. Uh, I, I told you guys the story off air, but they were 10 years older than me when I was 7 years old. They were 17. Me playing football in the yard versus four D1 guys set me ahead. Yeah. By, by the time I, you know, that hit was me releasing my anger <laughs> right. from when I was little against those guys, and, and I'm glad they set me up for it. But what they didn't do, Sam. And I came from a that, – that high school coach that I had, Tex Rollins, um, was our track coach as well. Ran track, lifted hard, you know. This guy hosts me on my visit, come in, meet Russell Dennison. You know, I'm like, hey, what – you know, what's going on? Hey, how are you guys? We hang out. Andre Wolfolk just drops me off over West's house. Right. <laughs> drops me off over there. West tells me, he's like, you know, man – I remember it like it's yesterday. He's like – you're going to come here, aren't you? I said, yeah, I'm going to come here. He goes, well, you're going to work hard, but you're a dog. You can stick it out. You, you, you can stick it out. Don't worry about it. What Wes didn't tell me was that Jerry Schmidt was waiting. Oh, yeah. He didn't tell me that. He'll get you. He didn't tell me this name. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but I had an epic Twitter thread. People brought it back up when Schmitty, uh People love it because my first day was fucking miserable. Okay? <laughs> it was – and you can tell your first day Everybody's after this. Yeah. I was in decent shape. I was maybe five pounds overweight. Okay. You know, I show up. Um, <laughs> I, 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 
back then, nobody graduated early. I mean, I think we had one guy in four years, two guys graduating early. My birthday was June 19th. I get this wild idea, you know, I've been, been in high school, uh, didn't play basketball my senior year. I thought I was a basketball player. Uh, didn't play basketball my senior year because I had some scholarships. Ran a little bit of track, thought I was in good shape. Wait a couple weeks to report, go after my birthday. My birthday that year, I think, was on a Thursday or Friday. So I show up on a Monday. Show up. Schmitty comes out of some random-ass door, you know, boom. All right, no, 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 before we get there, and again, this is how people shake. This is how OU shook you down at the door. Okay, you're going to really laugh at this story. Coach Corey Edmonds, who is all the guys are just kind of hanging around, chilling. Coach you know, Ed. Straight, Coach Ed. Everybody's just kind of chilling. Coach Ed's one of the coolest coaches. I didn't know this at the time. He ended up being one of the coolest strength coaches, right? The coolest. We're all stretching, walking around. He walks over, walks by me. I go to shake his hand. I said, hey, sir, I'm JD. He looks down at my hand and said, son, ain't no politicians here. You here to work and walked off. Yeah. I, Coach Ed was different, man. The guys laughed at me, and I'm like, okay, that's not a good way to start, right? Whatever. Schmitty comes out of a random door. All right, guys, get a break. Boom. Sooners on three. One, two, three. Sooners. Break outside. So I'm like, shit, we, you know, the, the, right the, to it. the jog ain't no jog, right? right? We, we going to the stadium. I'm like, damn, this kind of up-tempo jog, you know? Yeah. Like, like, oh, shit. A sprint it's, over yeah, here? Is this the workout? Beautiful day, you know? Okay, it's nice out here. So Schmitty's like, hey. Guys, I ain't going to lie to you. Last Friday's workout was some bullshit, okay? Uh, we're going to run some stadiums to get right for it, okay? You need to do it. 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 I don't know if it was like a premonition, but it almost felt like he hit me, like in the like he like punched my chest. But I think it was him like taking my fucking soul. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> you know, without hitting me. Yeah, I just, you know, some shit. So... I don't know the rules of these stadiums. or Dude, I, you know, I, I just showed up. So he's like, all right, you know, uh, as soon as I, I, think, I don't think we got a break before that. So he goes, all right, guys. Uh, he didn't even tell us how many. So Schmitty just, boom, sprints up to the, so- sprints up to the top. I'm like, damn, he's going kind of fast. Gets up there. He's like, we got 30 seconds up and 45 seconds down. I didn't, you know, I'm not thinking anything. So I, I don't know what to do. So I right. watched the first group How long go. we get once we get back down? Right. <laughs> the, the first time I heard, hand down, go. I mean, it was deliberate. You know it. Well, you know it. Oh, it's yeah. fucking deliberate. You're like, damn. Right. These dudes are out. Right. You're like, all right, I got, I got this, though. I got this. So, boom, I, you know, I, I'm, second, I'm second line up. Ready, go. And I'm taking off, right? And I'm, you know, I'm striding up. Well, what I didn't know about the south end zone back at this time is it's step, step, step one, step, step, step two. So, like, 110. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, and the, the trick to this, which, again, I didn't know, was you got a long stride him early. He's tall, so he could do it. If you short chop him, you're, you're going to fucking burn out, yeah, right? right? You're going to die. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm a quick adjuster. So the first one, I long try, you know, I'm up there and I'm tapping, you know, I get up, I get up to the top. I'm like, okay, it's a nice little be- beautiful view of Norman up here, you know. It's not too bad. Jog down. But the first one, I barely made it, right? I was like, I made it like 28, 29, 28, 29. I'm like, oh, no. Like, okay, yeah. it's going to be rough. Right. time to right? spare on the early ones. Get down to the second one. Boom, run out, jump in, you know. Well, I noticed even on the second one, I'm, I'm kind of starting to pitter-pat a little early. Make through the second one, go down. 
ready, go. You know, started hitting a little bit early, right? I have no idea how many we're doing. But by right. number three, I'm like, okay, whoa. Get down for number four. Go. I'm like, brother, I'm, 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 I'm starting lower, lower, lower. Make it to five. Go. I'm losing it. By the time I get to the top, I'm losing it. I'm lo- at this one, I make right at 30. Number six, Sam, I don't know how I got up there. Okay? I don't know. All I know is I remember being on top of our stadium, looking down, saying, I don't know if I can fucking walk down here. I don't know if I can make it down there safely. Like, I, I may need to sit down right here. I, I'll tell you about the time later. My legs are so wobbly at this time, right? They ended up doing eight. Oh, my God. Right. Before it starts, right? I'm underneath the stadium throwing up. Blah, 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 blah. While while I'm throwing up, the fucking group just, everybody runs back into the weight room. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I, I I thought this shit was over. So I'm, you know, stuttering in the weight room. I take my shirt off. I got a fucking... Uh, tank top on underneath this got throw up all on the shit right I get in there hey guys get with your group me us three are a group you're Tommy Harris you're Andre Wolfo okay you're the strongest guy on the team you're the best athlete on the team you know no problem swarm up with some power clean okay start out with power clean 225 immediately boom they're just rolling through it you know mind you my max in high school is 295 Oh, yeah. So right. you're, you're getting ready to die. Oh, yeah. It, warming up initially right. with 225. Yeah. Boom. So I'm like, okay, you know, make it through it. 275. Boom. Get through it, you know. I'm like, damn, you know, wh- whatever. And he's like, all right, first set, 315. What? Oh, oh, shit, I don't know. Tommy does it like it's nothing, right? Right. Wolf gets up there. Corner does it like it's nothing. Boom. JD gets up there. It did not look good. It did not look good. Struggle. I'm leaning over. Tommy's like, damn, son, your titty's hanging out. Like, you know, I'm out of shape, chubby. So I will never forget this feeling, Wes. And I want to hear your first story after this because I don't remember most of the workout after this. I remember right after that set asking Wolf Oak, I said, man, how long are these workouts? Like, this shit's got to be almost over. Right. Right. He like, oh, it's about two hours, right? Our workout started at like eight in the morning. I looked up and it had been fucking 13 minutes, bro. I was broken inside. I tell you all that to tell you I, w- I looked up and I, I-, I wish I could have had a camera on my face because I probably looked like you just fucking killed all my animals, both my puppies. Right. You just killed <laughs> yeah. both of them, you know? I was, I was done for. And I- but again, dude, I tell that whole story to tell you that first day, we can get into the first day of pads. That first day, so what was your first day like? My first day, we had, we started off on the old turf field out back, and it was the Astro first turf. of yeah, it's yeah, the first of June, and it's hot. One ten on that stuff, real fucking hot. <laughs> and so we're out there doing the foot ladders and all the little speed drills and all the shit. And then we come over, and they had this giant sand pit off of there. And so we start, like, running back and forth, changing direction in the sand pit, throwing fucking medicine balls, all kinds of shit. 
so we get done after about 45 minutes of that, and we're like, fuck. I'm like, yeah, that was, that was a hell of a workout. I'm done. They're like, all right, let's go in and lift. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> so you go in and lift. It's like another 45 minutes, and you're like, Jesus, man. And, I mean, getting it. There's Everything is fucking timed. Mm-hmm. All the time, everything is time. Leaders are it's in like, the front. If Wes misses something once, he's getting a warning. If he misses something twice, the whole fucking group's out. Yeah, right. Okay. Done. Yeah. <laughs> there ain't no. JD will just get kicked out by himself. Good. No. Yeah. Everybody's fucking good. Everybody. That's the way it is. Everybody. And so everybody from the top down is just getting it. The younger guys are just Fumble trying to home. figure out right. what's going on. Right. And so, I mean, everything's time. I'm like, yeah, I was strong as fuck. But. I didn't do reps that fast. Right. <laughs> I was Boy. like, good God, man. So I start off, we're like, yeah, we'll do this. And I'm like, yeah, I can't do that shit now. How, <laughs> how many of your class, your classes didn't make it? We had five four-stars not make it a year. Five? You in had my, five in my, in my, a year? Not one year. Okay. Yeah. Now, some of them were injuries, but four of them were Schmitty. One, one did not show up. The kicker from Montana wrote a letter. What? Yes. The five-star kicker from from Montana. Remember Bob read the letter, and then we signed Trey DiCarlo the next day. Oh, yeah. Bob, Bob read the letter? Read the letter to the team. What? My man said football's not for me. <laughs> that whole deal. It's done. You know, but we know he heard about Schmitty, dog. Oh. I, let me tell you this story. Oh, so, okay. And you'll love this one. The toughness. The, what I love about Schmitty. I never looked forward to one workout. It could have been a fucking 30-minute lift. I did not want to go. That shit was going to hurt. It was going to be right. hard. I'm a personal trainer now. I, don't, I can't train people like that. They won't like me. Right. Like, huh? straight up. They won't come back. Bro, there was one day. <laughs> when I tell you you will start over, your ass will start over regardless of where you are at the workout. Okay? If it's uh, – look at this. If, if, if you're on the med balls, we used to do med balls a lot at the very end. Three sets of 50. I'm throwing to him. Oh, go, 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 go. Over, and everybody's counting. One, two, three, militant, right? If if he says one, he's going to give you one chance to, hey, guys, we're at 37. Let's go back to 30, okay? If you mess up again, everybody's out. And somebody might not count. Grabbing legs. Somebody might drop the ball. You see all these unwritten rules. Oh, you know how it is. Yeah, I, absolutely. I mean, yeah. It was, it was crazy. So, one day, we do we – do, Crazy work. I'm talking this shit is before compliance came, okay? Way oh, yeah, before compliance. Absolutely. So, two hours, fucking conditioning started about two hours and 15 minutes in, okay? So, we had, we had done stadiums, uh, bag drills, fucking sleds. <laughs> we had done squats. You know, we did 45 minutes outside, 45 minutes in the weight room, and we were outside doing drills for about 45 more minutes before we started conditioning. Okay, we're running four trippers over back over back. We had like fucking eight of them. Okay, eight of them, bro. And like time times, right? Those so, are the ones with the med balls in the middle of them. Uh, no, no, the four trippers are where you run. So you start over or start on one side of the field. Yeah, but like you ran four and then did the med balls and then did the other. No, nah, he he just had us because it was a small uh, group. So he just had us doing the just, just the conditioning at the very end. So we're we're split up into groups. I'm in the middle group. You know how he does big middle, like like the it was like the after practice conditioning. Oh yeah. Okay. So we had run. Uh, we're on number six. Okay. And again, the leadership, the discipline, the toughness. We're running. It's me. I'm this. I'm a junior this year. Dan Cody's a senior. 
Rhett Bomar is an incoming freshman. Okay. okay? For people that don't know, Rhett Bomar came in and ran a legit 4-4 flat. Oh, boy. That motherfucker can move. Okay? Move. Okay? Well, number six, he, Rhett was um, real twitchy. Real twitchy. And um, we're on number six, and Rhett beats me and Dan. I mean, smokes us. Schmitty says, hey, guys, got two more reps. That was the only thing he would ever tell us when we got two more. He goes, we got two more. So, boom, he said, you guys better win this one. Dan didn't win it. Boom, boom, boom. Rhett beats us again. He says, guys, if Rhett wins this one, you already know what's coming. (laughs) And you just want to kill everyone. Guys, if Rhett wins this one, all y'all out, we starting back over at three. Dude, it was like a movie. I'm going to tackle that son of a bitch. Oh, you called it. <laughs> wait. Oh, yes. Just wait. They hit him? What? So we start. <laughs> listen, I'm I'm freaking out for it's my life. for himself, Sam. Because I'm worried. I'm like, I'm like, if we come back at three, there's no chance. No chance I'm going to make it through. So, boom, we go over. Reds in the lead, five yards. Boom, we go over. Reds in the lead, ten yards. Boom, we go over. Reds still in the lead, ten yards. We get to Rhett's at the damn hash. Dan turns, long strides, hits Rhett. Bow! Rhett tumbles all over. Both of them get up, make their time. Schmitty looks at him and says, good job, man. Get a break. It runs out. That's what you had to do. It wasn't yeah. even about the <laughs> condition. That's different. It wasn't different. about the condition yeah. at Listen, all the time. And this is a five-star quarterback. Right. So as you're telling me this, I'm like, we would have hit anybody but the quarterback. Like, as you're telling me the story, I'm like, there's no way they hit this quarterback. Did they hit the quarterback? And they yeah. – Wow. He uh, hit – I mean, yeah. everything into him. That's he crazy. barrel rolled. It still made the time. I have more respect for Red for taking that hit. And then getting up and, and getting finishing. up and finishing. That's what's up. Then a lot. That's what's up. As a freshman. And, and Schmitty does that, Sam. He did that work. Looking back, Wes, he did that workout because Red's a freshman and he knew he was like that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I was there for Adrian Peterson's first workouts. Schmitty didn't break him now. I ain't going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> yeah, him and Russell were about the only two. That's it. That's what it. was Neither Adrian Schmitty. Peterson like as a freshman? I will say he had, he had one bad day. He had those over and backs got him because see, AD is too competitive. He's way too competitive, so he tried to run with the skill group <laughs> one time. And that three seconds means a lot, buddy. Oh, yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, nah, he's different. He's different. There's another Smitty story. So, Smitty saw everything while we worked out. You fucking bend over. J.D., you bend over again. You're fucking out of here. I mean, you know, yeah. you J.D., you're second in line. You don't want to be here. Just get out. I mean, either in front of the line or you're out of here. Yeah, you uh, put you your know. hands on your hips, you're fucking gone. Um, you put them over your head or you can not act like you're fucking tired. Adrian's that was your option. only tough deal was footwork because he was too powerful for the fucking speed ladder. He, they probably didn't have a speed ladder in Palestine. Who knows? Um, I remember this. There were, there were, there were three things. Um, one, we, let's start with the, the box drills, Okay. You know, everybody's heard the legendary story of the box jumps. What people don't understand, <laughs> Wes will understand it, if we're working out, especially with Smitty, if it's squats, everybody loads the bar. You go first, I spot you, you're off. I go second, you spot me, I'm, I'm off. You go third, you spot him, I'm off. Right. But it's rapid fire. You know where everybody is. Absolutely. 
AD did those box jumps in between squats on his off time. What? Now, you're going to really think I'm crazy for this one, okay? You're going to think I'm crazy. I saw this with my own eyes. It was probably about a week or two in his workouts when he started figuring out what was going on. And he, Smitty sees him doing the box jumps. And, again, all of us are like, thank you, because Smitty's kind of peeking up. I'm throwing up into my shirt and shit. I mean, it's bad. That's slapping because he's been there. So, yes, he has 80-pound dumbbells in his hands. There's a 40-inch box, two-foot, flat-foot What the fuck? Jumps. Hold on. It gets better. Two-foot, flat-foot, stands there, jumps up on top of the box. The weights don't seem like they move. Okay? One day he says, watch this. He turns sideways. One leg, two weights, 80 pounds, jumps up there. Do you know how powerful you have to be? That's crazy. To do that. That's insanity. That's it. Uh, I'm going to sell four things. Okay. When you meet Adrian's handshake, that shit is vice grips, bro. It's vice grips. Even for linemen, you, when he clinches on, dude, don't do that to me no more. It's vice grips, okay? No homo. We're working out, and, you know, Schmitty, he had certain rules. West wore the same thing every day. You know what it was. You know what it was. Man, one day, dude, the dude takes his shirt off as a freshman. He had a perfect 12-pack ab. I've never seen somebody with abs, like, right underneath their pet. Right. Okay. And And all the abs. All the abs. And all the veins. I'm going to get to those. (laughs) So, I I, I mean, his biceps had fucking biceps. Right. His triceps look like a horse kicked him. But it's bulk, and there's his shoulders had, like, impressions in him that I'd never seen before. You know? This is a true freshman. And then he just got this little cheesy grin. He talked like this. And then he put this as, you know, he talked too fast. Because I just probably just run the body. Just, 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 you know, that's just him. I just, just got to learn to do that. Are you serious? That's yeah. what I was doing. He was goofy as hell. I just, 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 you know. I mean, you just got used to it talking like that. Like, yeah, yeah. That's how it was. So he got better. The, the whole the class is Unbelievable. But so there, there's there's the body type. You know, the, the I, I remember... One of the last stories I'm going to tell you, COD, we're doing change of direction. Here, 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 here. Okay. AD's my fucking partner. Oh. Yeah. Like, here, yard here. <laughs> and, and, I mean, he, he fucking flying by me. I mean, those strides, what, what a lot of people don't know, that if you've never met Adrian, he's taller than, than oh, you yeah. think. Oh, yeah, he's definitely taller than you would think he is. And his yeah. legs are, are long, so those strides that he has are long. I mean, he's a good 6'1", 6'2". Yeah. So I'm, I'm losing. Well, I don't even realize it, but Schmitty basically let me lose that day. And on our last rep, we're over by the track. I just remember we had weight pants on these days, this day, and I'm still, you know, we have these weighted pants you put on. And finally, on our last one, I'm just kind of bending over because Smitty's finishing looking that way and finishing these guys. And I'm just I'm, – I'm so tired. I'm real low. And I'm right by Adrian's leg. And I look over, and if, if, you, if you can ever get a close-up, like, again, he had these horse veins in his leg that – that, that, I say horse veins. The only thing I've ever seen that on is like a horse. 
and and our, it was like sh- it, it was like shocking. Like, how you get that? Like, where <laughs> where did that come from? <laughs> how, how, damn, where, where you work out to get that? It was it, it was different. Natural body. It's yeah. nothing yeah. like you've ever seen before. Yeah. All that said, all that said, and that people can think I'm crazy. Wes, you can tell me your opinion. I, I won't even look at Wes. I thought he. If if I hadn't known that the coaches, um, how do I say it? They were going to start him. I thought he was going to redshirt. Oh wow! We could not get his footwork down. We couldn't get his steps yeah, down. Like he was outrunning was... Jay Wright on stretch. Jay White fucking trying to hand the ball off on stretch, and he's fucking at the sidelines. It was After like three Tashard choice was looking like he was probably going to be the starting running That's back. That's incredible. Until we got in the game, and then he figured There was out. about one week before we played Bowling Green. One of my uh, best friends uh, in the league actually played on that Bowling Green team. And there was about one week before, and we ran – it was a one-back, uh, like, an inside zone, and he just got to the line, kind of chopped his feet, the whole spread, and that, and everybody was like, oh. Because the year before, we we didn't have that. We had. It works in Ronaldo, or it works in a key one with solid backs. Absolutely. They ain't 100% AD. they were. Right. They ain't AD. Right. Shit, I've seen a lot of backs that ain't fucking AD. Right. I mean. <laughs> I mean, really, nobody is. <laughs> That's real. At the end of the day, nobody This is. dude is one of the yeah. greatest of all time. So, uh, you know, and that was what got him here. Wes, shit, myself, you know, he saw when he, he looked at all, every program in America and he saw us block that year and said, that's where I want to go. And, Sam, we don't beat y'all without him. Right. Yep. Right. We do not beat y'all without him. He was the best player on the field, and we don't beat that OSU team without him. And yep. if he would have played the whole Nebraska game, he would have had 2,000 Facts. Yards. Facts. That pissed Facts. Me off. That boy was incredible. I remember watching him play. Very few people made me want to stand up and watch the opposing offense. Like, I'm not doing that. I'm sitting my fat ass on this bench waiting until it's time for me to come back out there. I can watch the Jumbotron. But I remember just as a team, we were just in awe of the kid. Like, watching him play, watching him run, it was unbelievable nice. watching him compete. Adrian Peterson, one of the greatest to ever do it, no doubt. Schmitty, uh, so I, I think, you know, he, he, him, and Russ, like you said, were uh, just gifted. The other thing about AD, and we can switch topics after that, is that man, and I feel bad for him. You remember we used to have, um, okay, so when you go in, you have your laundry locker. Yep. So you pull your laundry locker. If fucking somebody from Weatherford sent you a letter, it was going to be in there, right? Yep. So you pick out your laundry locker. Well, Jay White, our sophomore year, wins the Heisman. And Jay White was the first one that I saw that had so much mail that they stopped putting it in his locker and, or stopped putting it in his um, the laundry locker and put it in his uh, big locker. Yep. So when we'd walk in the big locker, we'd see like a stack like this of mail. Halfway through the fucking freshman year of Adrian Peterson, do you remember how much mail used to be in his locker? Oh, yeah. That's crazy. One day, you're, I don't know if you were here for this, okay? You're going to think I'm fucking crazy. One day, okay, people had sent him so much shit. They said, look, AD, we're going to put, if you don't want this, we're going to just put it in the locker room and have all the guys just, they can take whatever they want. He's like, right. I, don't, I don't want any of it. Ask Rufus, because the funny story, somebody had sent him a fucking six-foot sword to sign. Rufus walks in, pulls his shirt off, was walking around like looking like Gladiator with this big-ass sword. But I tell you all that, to Sam, our entire locker room was damn near full of shit. 
because people, people were just sending him, sending him mail to get signed. He was, if if there was an NIL back then, fuck, right. I went and ate with him after he donated that million. After he donated that million, we went and ate at, uh, I won't say the name. Shout out to my boy Brent. Anyway, <laughs> somewhere in Norman, fuckers lined up. Just to see him. Lined up. Can I get a picture? Can you sign this? That's Can you crazy. blah, 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 blah. I mean, it was nonstop. It was nonstop. It was nonstop. I mean, if he, if he had NIL, boy, he would have been a happy camper. We all, all agree NIL a positive for players today, no question. And I think the thing that I tell people the most, and I met a gentleman yesterday who was saying he didn't want it, didn't like it. And I gave him some statistics about the reality of college athletes and what their upbringing is and the high schools that they're coming from. A lot of these kids are hitting college campuses with eighth grade reading levels, 10th grade Facts. reading levels, Facts. without the fundamental ability to take advantage of a college education. 50% of college football players drop out with nothing. Mm. And now with NIL, those kids have an opportunity to get something out of it. So I'm thrilled about it. And you're 100% right. Guys that I played with that would have had a – Josh Fields would have been Tatum Bell. great NIL. Tatum Bell would have been Ooh, great Rashawn NIL. Woods. Rashawn Woods would have had Ooh. all kinds of things. <laughs> uh, there's no like doubt. Brent his, like Brent, like, shit, I'd have had him in my I mean, restaurant. Look, ima- look, right. Yeah. right. Imagine, what, uh, imagine what Vince Young's oh, you know, NIL stuff looks uh, like at the time. Maurice ah. Claret. Yeah, see, I played with oh, Maurice. Yeah. So if you're telling me the that. JD, if you're telling me uh, the, uh, the Adrian Peterson stories – I'm sitting here thinking about the first time I saw Reese walk into my high school locker room, and it was squat day. And he's, he's a true freshman. He's 16 years old, 15 years old. And he walks up to the squat rack, and he's looking at it. He's like, oh, add a couple of plates. And it was 225 on there already. And we were like, what do you mean, add a couple of plates? Freshman, like, what are you talking about? He takes off his shirt. Same situation. Muscles on muscle on muscle. Gets in there, and he reps out 405 for a set of 10. <laughs> Boys, the next day my high school football coach came in, the biggest smile I've ever seen in my life on his face, and he said, we're changing the offense. What? He said, we're running the stack eye next season. What? Yeah. We had two all-state caliber receivers. He said, one of y'all can't play. Put the tall one out to the right, had two tight ends, an up back, a full back, and then that big old monster in the backfield, and we ran the ball all day long with that kid. He was unbelievable. It. Some kids just naturally have it. All right, we're going to get out of here. No, no, no. We got to talk about Levy before we go. Okay, okay. Let's yeah. talk about Levy, and then we'll go. Oh, we'll go. I got to order. Can, I, can you order that, the, the crab bisque and the fried greens? Oh, you got to just take something home for mama? Hey, you already well, know. First of all, let me hit this. Congratulations on the new baby. Thank you. Right, yeah, Violet? Girl dad, Violet Joe. Violet Joe. Hey. She is stunning. Thank you. She's named after uh, it's her grandmother's middle name and then her uncle and uh, grandpa's uh Excuse me. Yes, her gra- her grandmother's middle name is her first name, and then her uh, middle name is her grandpa and uncle's name. So okay, okay. Got to like that, Violet Joe. Very cool. So, uh, She's beautiful. Congratulations, you, man. Man. Congratulations. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm not getting soft, though. Like you said, man. No, I, gonna I, get... I show her football videos. I'm not ashamed to say it. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's okay. You know, She's no not old enough to make it soft yet. But it'll soften you up a little bit. The kids will be – my son told me the other day, he was walking behind me, as I was leaving the the bathroom, and he uh, he says Wes Sims. Yeah, this is Wes oh. Sims. Yeah, he says uh, JD Rose. Dad, there's no way that your your butt can fit on the toilet. Oh, what? He's five. He said, Yeah, no. He said you can't do it. He's like, I don't think that that your butt. And he's pointing and he's like and he's like nudging it. He's like, there's your butt doesn't fit on that toilet. Yeah. And I was like, this is this is That's what being not a dad happening. is. Yeah, this is what being a dad is. Yeah, it's great. 
So I'm going to call you tomorrow. You got to start training. Can <laughs> I'm we with do it. that? I'm with it. Yeah. Hey, I still got the stuff in the backyard. You there know? you go. I'm waiting on you. Um, but no, I, I wanted to talk about Lev just because, man, uh, one, Wes uh, got to host him. And uh, yeah. we're talking about Jeff Levy, who I feel is like I OU's brought him into the OU world. Yeah. 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 So let me let me introduce y'all. We uh we played in the Oil Bowl together. Me and West, or not me and West, me and Levy did. Okay. So Oklahoma what position versus he Texas. He was guard. Okay. Okay. But his dad, uh, shout out R.I.P. Mike Levy. Uh, that was actually the last time I saw him was his dad's funeral. Um, his dad was a great high school coach out at Andrews High School. Um, play he played all five on the O line, and their running back Shad Williams play, went to Alabama. That uh, and he's one of the strength coaches I believe at Oregon right now. But uh, he was a real good player. Hell, uh, you must be doing something right in high school in Texas football if you're running back school in Alabama. Right. Right. Um, well, JF was from Andrews, okay? I mean, that's <laughs> just how they sound out west Texas, okay? I mean, he's about an hour past Midland, Odessa. You ever been out there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it's where, that's New where he is. New, uh, yeah, it's close to I that. I just drove bunch, through there. Bunch of oil rigs yeah. and all that. Man, we met in, uh, at the Oil Bowl. And we uh, back this is back when fucking AOL Instant Messenger was tight, right? Remember those days? Yeah, oh yeah, so oh, we yeah. Met the some fucking chat room, message board type shit. Linked up at the Oil Bowl, and dude, we just became inseparable. Our mother's names are Kathy. Um, that's my listen. I, I'm, I'm gonna get into it, but um, so we meet at the Oil Bowl. Um, I was gonna live with him in the bud. Well, Jason Carter requested me, too. So, Jason Carter ends up getting me as a roommate. Jeff had an open room, so my best friend from high school moves in with Jeff in the freaking dorms. Okay. Okay? So, we come up there. We frequent in uh, the West Sims house. Very much as freshmen. Practically <laughs> lived in that joint. Right. Okay? Great, it's great times. to be back then. Great, great times. So, we practically live over there. Well, we move off campus, and we all move in this five-bedroom house together. Had a great, great time our sophomore year. The following two years, um, we lived right off campus, right on Lindsey and Jen- right on Jenkins, right by the stadium. And I, th- I tell everybody that because Jeff was a GA at this time. Jeff comes in as a freshman, uh, slips discs in his fucking oh, wow, back, yeah. doing pass rush. Right. I mean, everybody, you can say what you want, but y'all's pass rush was Tommy, Dusty, uh, Bobo, Corey Klein, uh, Dan, I, I, you know. Jeff was a good football player, man. He was he would have played. So he hurts but. his back, and but the thing I commended about the dude, Sam, that dude didn't waste one day and went into coaching. Yeah. That's he awesome. Did, he Not knew one. what he was going to do. Not one. Went in GA for Kevin Wilson. That fucker shows up every morning at 6.30 a.m. for Kevin Wilson, Chuck Long, Kevin Sumlin, whoever. Did, dude, we'd do scout cards all night. We'd watch film all night. We would – the dude loved football like that. That was my brother, man. Our, both of our mom's name is Kathy. We, we would go uh, their house together. I mean, he was a, my roommate when my mom died. Uh, there was a – I'm going to tell you all a story. I hope I don't get emotional, but – there was, there was one time my mom was passing my sophomore year, and I didn't drink. Like, I wasn't a drinker. And that shit, it was fucking with me. And, man, I, I went home, and I just, I got on my way home. I stopped at that 7-Eleven off Chautauqua, got me fucking 30 pack of stones, and I just started downing fucking beers, just downing them. I'm just fucking killing beers, right? And Jeff walks in, and he, uh, he sees me drinking, and... The motherfucker just runs up and just starts hugging me and just starts crying because he knew what I was going through. And that's what type of roommate I had, dog. That's awesome, man. That motherfucker is a real dude. 
He's an he's a offensive genius. Why? Because he coached running backs at Baylor. He coached uh, damn near every position on the O-line, right? There's something about an offensive lineman. Right. You already know where I'm going Absolutely. with this. There's a fucking competitive nature in a lineman. Offensive linemen think they can score every play, even if the motherfucker is yeah. power. Right. They 100%. still think it. And if you've coached running backs and, and know the offensive scheme, blah, 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 I mean, that's why he is who he is. Right. You know? Um, we, we ju- he was best friends with Kendall Bryles. Hint, hint, marrying his sister. Kendall Bryles, uh, another offensive genius, used to fucking come stay on our couch in the summertime. That's what's up. Um, Man, just too many memories, Sam. That's my brother, dude. That that is that is. Wes will tell you, dude. We were inseparable, inseparable. I mean, you didn't go somewhere and see Jeff and JD without Jeff and Mike. Always together. Always. And Russell wasn't too far behind. And I just felt like they were all my little brothers. Yeah. When when we uh, when we get. The Oklahoma staff complete. Yeah. We'll have to bring you back and kind yeah, of analyze the whole thing for sure. No doubt. I agree with everything you said about Levy. He's a special coach. I think his demeanor and attitude, uh, the way he goes about the game, the aggressiveness that he coaches with it, but there's a precision to it that is beautiful. Like, he coaches a beautiful game. I'm excited to see what he does here no doubt. at Oklahoma for sure. Boys, man, this is awesome. Thank you so much. This is awesome. Uh, Don't thank me, fun. man. I appreciate it, Get man. to hang with yeah, you handsome young men. Come on, man. Yeah, You're man. welcome. Hey. Hey, and I tore that. What, what was that crab? What? Uh, fr- crab stuffed jalapenos. Yes, oh, delicious. Yeah. Times 10. Delicious. Woo. With the butter. Uncle Brent does it right. There's no question. Thankful I, for him. I could do just those and just the bacon wrapped shrimp, and I'd be good. The catfish, man. I'm, I would, that was good, too. Yeah, the catfish is. Will you cook for my wedding? Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Can, I, can I eat your <laughs> wedding? <laughs> that was awesome, man. It's butter and like a straw. Yeah, the lemon butter is so yeah. good. Congrats to OK State this year, man. I, 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 didn't, I didn't get to tell you that. I mean, no, I know the, it was the, an, it was amazing. The bowl game didn't probably go uh, obviously the way everybody wanted, but yeah. oh, so no, it did. Yeah, shit, y'all came Damn, back. I, I lost. Yeah. I, it started out. It started out wrong. It was, you know what happened it was, was a, I, it was a channel turner there dude, for a minute. No, what happened was like 28-7. Yeah. I had to leave like, when ooh. it was twenty eight seven, and then I come back and I check my phone and you guys won. So yeah, yeah congratulations. Then my were done. I came back and it was a ball game. That's a tough little football team. Like you want to talk about somebody that's proud? Like I was proud to watch that team play this year they're not it's not sexy it's not fancy it wasn't even super fast but what yeah. it was was physical yeah and absolutely those like boots and they, Baylor, high man, football acumen, man. they knew what they were doing i hated I was yes. proud of those two absolutely teams. i hated missing the game and uh, i don't know if you know this but when i was training okay um a kid that committed at my gym jason taylor oh wow heck yeah man committed to osu at my gym that's what his up. mom and my sister went to college together Okay, very cool. Yeah, so they're, my cool. sister's seven years older than me, and so Jason's a little, uh, like, obviously younger than me, and, but, I mean, our families have known each other forever. He comes in. Dude, I, that dude's OU good. He went yeah. to OU camp, and they didn't offer him. I think they were waiting on Proctor or something. I'll but, be curious to see what happens to this roster, talking about OU good. And, honestly, I'm curious to see what happens to Oklahoma State's roster. Talk about Oklahoma State good. That Jackson player kid out of Tulsa comparing – uh, you know, I mean, trying to decide between Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Baylor's in the mix, I think, too. But I think it's the two in-state schools. And if OSU can land him, that would be huge, you know, to, to snipe one away from Oklahoma there. So, no there's look, if there's anything we know about next season, boys and girls, is we've got a great one ahead of us. There's no People doubt. People are going to get hit. In the People are going to get hit. A lot of drama. Finally. I'll be curious to see how many guys drop out when they get back from camp. Because Smitty's, what, January 18th? Is that what the date is? Hey, I, I don't even want, I'm going to check Twitter. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. I'm oh, going to yeah, check Twitter. Spinny's going to make somebody quit. Just wait 
people are going to be like, oh. Depending on how hard he wants to get in there. Right. Now, if there's cats that need to be out, yeah, they're going to line up the trash cans on the side of whatever they're doing. Last story, I promise. Last story. Okay. What did you get from Schmitty if you made all your times in the summer? You got one prize in the summer. It was the very first day he would come up and stand up in front of everybody, and he would give them. Do you remember? It's like a shirt. Yeah. He'd yeah. have that big <laughs> finished shirt or something. Sam, how many now? How many guys got a shirt, Wes? Yeah, it might have been like single digits out of the whole team. Seriously? Yeah. Man, it was like Russell <laughs> and a couple other guys. That's crazy. <laughs> hey, but you want one of them shirts, bro? Right, like you motivated to? I got. I only got one shirt. It was my senior year. Yeah, you miss a day, you're sick, yep. you're hurt, you're fucking out. Anything. You got to be there and you got to make that if shit If you miss day. one time. For the whole summer. The one whole time. summer. One second, one time. <laughs> and, hey, and that fucking shirt congrats. was worth its weight Thank you. Thank oh, you. Oh, yeah, Congrats, sure. Sam. You made all your times, brother. Enjoy this T-shirt. Yeah, here's a okay? T-shirt. <laughs> and you're like, fuck. And you turn around and everybody else is like, damn. That's like gold. Shirt. Yeah, you lucky motherfucker. Damn. Like, you're a beast. That shirt means a lot. Yeah. That's that crazy. shirt means a lot. Like I, my coach, Dan Austin, was tough. Gary Cocagno was tough. I played college football in the same era that you did, but I would be lying to you if I told you I had the same experiences. Like, that dude sounds like a completely different animal. I showed up to every workout 35 minutes early because if I was 34 minutes early, I might have been late. Yeah. I'm excited to see what happens at Oklahoma. Times are changing and for, the, for the positive. Let's sure. <laughs> right, let him turn it up. So Wes Sims, let's get it. JD Reynolds, Brent's Cajun Seafood. We're out of here.